Hey, hey, my name is Kelly, and with a dumbbell in one hand and my camera in the other, I am on a mission to inspire, coach, and empower women. This is going to be a safe space for us to break through barriers and become the happy, healthy, confident warriors that I know we all are. Whatever you are doing right now, walking the dog, driving the kids around, or even just brushing your teeth, here you have full permission to slow down, tune in, and fill your cup. Let's be rebels and learn to love ourselves in a world that is constantly telling us not to. Are you ready? Will you come be a rebel with me? Yeah, you will. Let's do this. Hello, hello, happy Monday, everyone. It is lovely weather at the time of recording this. The sun is out, so please still be with us on Monday. Please, please, please. You may have seen on my social media that last weekend I climbed Ben freaking Nevis. <laughs> so Ben Nevis, for those who don't know, for those listening outside of Scotland, Ben Nevis is the biggest mountain in the UK. It is 4,412 feet above sea level. In fact, on a clear day, you can apparently see Northern Ireland from the peak of Ben Nevis. We wouldn't know because we couldn't see two metres in front of us because of the fog. But maybe we'll go back and on a clear day, we will see Northern Ireland. How cool is that? I say maybe we'll go back. We are definitely going back. And by we, I mean my fitness group, BFS, which stands for Better, Fitter, Stronger. It is my accountability group for the BOD Interactive Home Workout platform. I created BFS because there is so much more to life than just working out to lose weight. And I wanted to make sure that the people inside of BFS, if their desire was truly weight loss, you know, we have some people who unfortunately need to hit a certain BMI to have a treatment, to have an operation. It's crazy. So I just wanted to make sure that while people were doing this, they were also working on their minds because I know from personal experience that you can change your body all you like, but if you're still going to look in the mirror with the same mind, you're probably still going to tell yourself negative things. So BFS is all about confidence building and adventures. Now, Ben Nevis was probably one of our most intense <laughs> adventures. We had 10 people, 10 of us, 10 people signed up to do it. And unfortunately, things just started to get a bit crazy for everyone. And it was down to just three of us. So we will definitely be doing it again because I know the people who, and I know you're probably listening, <laughs> I know you wanted to do it. So do not worry, BFS, we're going back to Ben Nevis. It is happening. And uh, fingers crossed we get a good day so that we can actually see something at the top. But before I get into the practical parts of climbing Ben Nevis, because I will get into that, I want this episode to be useful for anyone who wants to climb Ben Nevis or is in the immediate future. Um, I want to get into mindset, first of all. I really surprised myself. We had people who decided not to climb because they'd just talk themselves out of it. And that's when I realised that my mind hadn't gone there at all. In fact, I realised that my mind very rarely goes to, I can't do this. And it used to all the time. I shared in the last episode how my relationship with my body used to stop me from simply going on nights out with friends. 
So I had a moment and I was like, well done, Kelly. Well done, Kelly and Brain. Because all I thought of was how amazing is it going to be when I do this? Six months ago, a year ago, I would have been what ifing all over the place. What if I fall and hurt myself? What if I can't do it? What if I'm embarrassing? What if everyone else manages and I don't? But those thoughts didn't even occur to me. I was getting to the top. I bought a flag for when we got to the top. I bought a BFS flag that was getting to the top and that was that. That was it. And I really think that's down to mindset work and affirmations, daily affirmations where you're saying I am and I can. I really think that is what's retrained my brain. Um, But we'll do more on affirmations later. So let's say you're doing it. You're doing it. You're going to Fort William. You're climbing Ben Nevis. What we did was we stayed at the Ben Nevis Leisure Centre, I think it's called, Leisure Club. Um, It looks very modern on the website. It's nice enough, but just to warn you, it's not as modern as it looks. We thoroughly enjoyed the swimming pool and the jacuzzi afterwards. Um, But it is kind of a little bit old looking and the walls are quite thin. And unfortunately, it's a very busy hotel with climbers. So some of the people we were with were getting woken up at 5am for those early climbers. I, however, can sleep through anything. So I was fine. (laughs) But the Ben Nevis Leisure Hotel is just a six-minute drive from Ben Nevis. And as I say, swimming pool, jacuzzi and sauna. It's exactly what we needed after the climb. So we drove our six minutes. We got to the car park. You do have to pay for parking, so bring a couple of pennies. And there is the information centre, and it's really busy. I was very worried that we were going to get lost. (laughs) That was my fear. So I had other people from our wider BOD Interactive team come and join us. And we had my husband and my brother. So we had a lot of people (laughs) to help me feel a bit better about getting lost. But to be honest, there is no way that you can get lost. The path is very obviously laid out, but also it is very busy with people. I read that in a year... 150,000 people climb Ben Nevis and I think three quarters of them had went the same day we did. But that was fine. It was nice to be busy because as I say, it means you can't get lost. It was quite intense though. So that that first half up is basically a really bad Stairmaster. <laughs> I'll warn you now because we didn't realise that was the worst part and we were all head down because it was raining and we were all feeling pretty crappy about it. It was it was definitely having a, oh gosh, is it like this all the way up? What have I done moment? So prepare yourself for that first two hours of stairs. And it's not even stairs. It's like rocky man-made stairs. So it's intense. I actually ended up getting a sore back because I was looking down at my feet, obviously, to make sure I didn't trip. But as soon as I got my walking poles out... They saved me. So I know some people think, oh, I don't want to look silly with walking poles. Please, most people have them and they will save your back because you you will find that you're looking down at the stairs a lot. So get your walking poles, get a pair, a set of walking poles that you can just pop onto your back. You can stick them into a pocket or something. You get ones that extend out. So please don't see them as a hassle. Don't see them as anything embarrassing. Get yourself some walking poles. So you've been walking for two hours and you finally reach the waterfall. 
The waterfall is beautiful and it's a great place to sit and have something to eat, take some photos and it, it's really, it's a good vibe. There's all, There were always other people sitting there when we were there. And as I say, it is a beautiful view. So that was our moment when the group of us kind of came back together and went, okay, we can do this. We can do this. <laughs> this was also the moment where people we were with who had done it before, they said to us, oh, by the way, you're over the worst. Like that first bit was the worst. So that really put a skip in our step. We felt better knowing that, which is why I want to share that with you. The second quarter, it's very rocky. And that's another reason why your walking poles are going to come in handy because it'll just, it gives you four legs so that you can't fall over because it is, it is quite treacherous. And if it's busy, you'll have people trying to overtake you, which is really daft. But you know, let, let them do them. You storm ahead, go you. <laughs> but that is actually another thing I want to mention. There was such a range of ages and sizes there were all abilities and it was really cool to see people just smashing it there were a lot of people who you could tell it was a real struggle for them but they were doing it and it was really inspiring so if you're telling yourself you need to look a certain way or lose a certain amount of weight to do this nonsense nonsense there were so such a variety of people on Ben Nevis so just that rule doesn't apply just get yourself on it. So you'll be hobbling up for about two, another two hours maybe, and you will suddenly be hit with a wall of snow. It's like you've stepped through a door into the North Pole. It is crazy. When I looked up, I thought people, I thought it was fog. And then I saw people moving up it and I thought, oh, it's snow. Like literally just a straight line. Suddenly just snow appeared in front of you. It was crazy but um really magical I took a video and when this podcast publishes when it goes live on Monday I will share the video because it's just really trippy and magical looking it was amazing so make sure that your footwear is waterproof because you will be going a slight incline in this snow which apparently hasn't melted for 50 years there's a lot of it I would say it was like shin height on me uh, so if you haven't already got your poles out, get your poles out for that. But once you reach that bit, you're only maybe, you're not far. You're not far from the top. I don't want to say 25 minutes in case I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure you hit that snow and then it felt like very quickly after you were at the top. But um, it takes you, it will take you about four hours is the average. And I think we took just under that. Um to get to the top so once you've hit that waterfall you'll know you're halfway and then the top is there and I really hope when you get to the top you've got a lovely day because from what I could see through the fog <laughs> was it looked like there were a lot of like man-made little huts and things and people had built a lot of things out of rock and it looked like it had potential to be beautiful <laughs> I want to go back I want to actually see what it looks like and and we will we will so once you're at the top, you absolutely have to get that summit photograph. And bear in mind, there might be a queue. So my friends who did this last year, they said that there wasn't a queue, but there was a queue when we got to the top, um, which was a little bit horrible because it was cold up there. So take gloves. Um, even if it's maybe a sunny day when you start out, take gloves and layers because the weather 
we went through all the seasons on that walk so it was really handy to just have lots of thin layers that you could take on and off when you needed to. Now on your way down, yay you're on your way down, it's not going to take as long. I think we were six and a half hours in total and we had two 20 minute stops for food so I would say we were maybe maybe three hours to the top and then it maybe took us just a little over two to get down um, but you'll need your walking poles to get down it's it's rough it is really rough so the walking pole saved me I nearly tripped up a lot but they saved me now you'll know you're near the bottom when you see the beautiful sight of the Ben Nevis Inn <laughs> a drink is nearby which leads me to my main piece of advice is make sure you've got somewhere to eat that night booked because it is busy there are a lot of people climbing it which means restaurants get fully booked so make sure you've got something booked because there would be nothing worse than walking down thinking oh I'm hungry oh where are we gonna go so knowing I had a meal booked at the Ben Nevis Inn was um was was special it kept me going and that was it that was our trek so I would say the main things that I would advise you on is lots of thin layers layers that you can take on and off easily Definitely get a comfortable backpack. I would recommend a, a, a hiking one, not just any one, because um, the hiking one, which I got from Aldi, I think it was only like £12, it clipped round your waist and the shoulders were nice and adjustable. And as I say, I got back pain going up because you're constantly looking down. So what you're putting on your back is very important. Speaking of which, I also recommend just not overpacking. I had lots of little treats with me, things that I could just eat as I was walking. We did stop for a sandwich, but if you're just wanting to get get it done in and off, um, maybe take things that you can pick away at on the way. Um, shout out to the lockdown baker from Aberdeen. I went to her and I got truffles for the summit. I got protein bread that I nibbled on the way up and I got protein Biscoff bars from her that I ate on the way up. So shout out to Pam. She, she kept me going. Also make sure you've got gloves for the top because as I mentioned it is cold at the top. Definitely get a hat as well because even if it's on a sunny day you're going to want to protect your hat from the heat and also even on a sunny day, I think it's going to be pretty cold up there. So you're going to want to protect your ears from the cold as well. A lot of people were worried about what to do if they needed to pee. I was a camel. My body just held on to every piece of water it had. But um, to be honest, everyone was peeing behind rocks. So if that is something that is stressing you out, don't worry about it. Like we all need to pee. It's fine. And there are rocks that you can kind of hide behind. Uh, but I don't even think you need to hide. I think people on Ben Nevis, they're there to do Ben Nevis and they don't care if they see a bum or two. We were really pleased that none of us had sore feet. So my advice for that would be get yourself some good hiking boots, some thick socks and get your blister plasters on straight away. You know, don't wait to feel sore. Just put your plasters on as you're putting your socks and your boots on because there's absolutely no point in waiting until you're sore because then it is too late. But I think that's all the practical advice I have. If there, you have any other questions, please tag me on Instagram, send me a message. I would happily answer them because to be honest, I could talk about it over and over again. I'm just really, I'm really proud of us and it's definitely something you need to take off of your bucket list. And like we spoke about in episode two, just stop waiting. 
if you're telling yourself you need to lose more weight or get fitter, do this or do that, just get on there. There were so, so many people, so many different ages and sizes, and they were all there achieving something wonderful. Like it was, it was really amazing. And I want everyone to get on there and feel as proud of themselves as we did. There is only one way to find out if you can do it or not, and that's just by doing it. And on that note, whether you tell yourself you can or you tell yourself you can't, you are right. So make sure you're telling yourself, I can do this. If the mention of fun workouts, confidence building and adventures with new friends is striking a chord with you, I am excited to share that for the whole of June, I have a £30 off code for your year's membership to BFS. For more information, just send me a DM or head over to www.smilewithkelly.com forward slash BFS. That's B for better, F for fitter and S for stronger. Right, go be a rebel and love yourself. Love you, bye.